Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, a tradition unlike any other. We are giving out pedals. It's the all-JM team through July. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It is August the 9th. Trade deadline week sent us into a tizzy. And we're back at it with T. Plizzy live in Kalinasty. Myself, Davis, Dalton Feely is in the room. Just in case we have a where, where is this guy a moment. Uh, I don't think we will today. Been, been diving in the sheet. I will say, Trev, we got to dive in nose deep pretty dang quick because normally you expect to look at this and be like, oh, it's August, you know, that's a runaway, that's a runaway. Oh, this one's kind of close. Trev, I think shit's gotten tighter, man. Uh, There are a lot of tight battles going on. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. I'm sorry. How are you? I'm doing all right. I agree with you. I'm looking at the sheet now. Some guys have really stepped it up, Bobby Witt, Junior, mm. my friend. Um, and they've made these races. You're right. I'm not gonna use the word tight like you did, but they're <laughs> the gaps are the gaps are getting closer. Mm. The gaps of Rohan. I think closer. at this point in the year more guys would separate themselves. Love a good gap. Um how are you, Trev? I'm doing great, Poppy. You know, I'm doing the Twins games uh, pre and post from Magna Condom Studios this week. So I got my stuff in the morning. I get my workout in midday. Then I do my work at night. I'm just a working guy. I'm a grinder. When they send it out to you. Life is good. When they send it out to you, it is like, we're going to Trevor Plouffe live in L.A. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what they say. I'm like, okay. The people of Minnesota are like, ooh, Trevor Plouffe lives in L.A. now? I think that I do bring that to like the the <laughs> Twins organization in Minnesota in general. It's like I'm the California guy who, yeah. who like fucks with them. You're the twin sexy cousin. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I come into town every once in a while. <laughs> you know, just stop by to say oh, hi. Shit, Trevor's in town. We should get dressed up today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, because uh, no joke. Um, like even. Even some of the close battles that we normally would dive into, AL catcher, NL first base, I, I think there's a clear winner. But even those, I think we got to hit high and fast because, God. Your, your guy that we would normally at Golly. least shout out in this. We don't have time to shout him out, really. It's all presented to you by SeatGeek. They are presenting sponsor, Code Talking. You should have went to Joe Mauer weekend and saw Trev on the field. Um, you could go to the Snakes game Friday. I will be in the building. Uh, we are working on some fun stuff. Our Snakes did just drop to 500. Uh, so we're trying, to, we're trying to steady the ship any way we can. Uh, they're bringing Pulling in the, out the big guns. They're bringing in the little guy out of the bullpen. Uh, come say hi or go see your team's trade deadline acquisitions or maybe the kids they're playing now or the same guys for the Yankees. 70,000 events every single day. Code talking. You'll get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. $20 off your first purchase with promo code talking. Click the link in the description. Trevor, I mentioned the AL catcher. We head around the horn. 
this has been mostly a two-horse race throughout the season. Um, two, and now a couple, couple switch hitters. Jonah Heim and Adley Rushman. You've got kind of the prince who was promised in Adley Rushman, and all he's done is achieve. He's helped lead the Orioles to uh, the best record in the American League. You know, since he's been called up, their record is 180 and five losses or whatever it is. Uh, and his numbers are very good. Jonah Heim for the Texas Rangers, another big switch hitting catcher, a guy that, I don't know, wasn't high, super highly touted or anything like that. Uh, he has been impre- as impressive as a ball player can be. And Trev, not to give away our poker hand too quick, even though I said we had to, I think there's strong arguments that Jonah Heim has been better on both sides of the ball. He's stolen so many strikes for them. He is uh, the guy that they rely on to do that and also come up and be an offensive threat, and he's been that. He's on the IL right now, which really hurts the Rangers. They've gotten crushed with injuries, dude. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they as a team respond to all this stuff. But Jonah, I, I believe it was Jonah, then Adley, then Jonah so far in the three months. Um. I'm looking at the sheet right now. Um, we have Yanir Diaz listed. We have Jonah Heim. We have Cal Raleigh. And we have Adley Rushman with an honorable mention going to Sal Perez. Mm. Uh, Jonah leads um, all the catchers in extra base hits um, and RBIs. He's just running away with you. 70 to Adley Rushman's 47. Again, this is through July, people. So some of these right. statistics are going to be a little different. Uh, so through July, he leads in, in, in a lot of the meaningful categories, including OPS, war, whether it's B war or F four. So I think Jonah Heim's our guy. And I think, you know, we kind of just say that and move on. We get, we got some stuff to talk about. Poppy. It's it snaps. Uh, and again, like if you're an Orioles fan, you might feel like you just got punched in the mouth, but it's the reason why we kind of originally want to tap into this kind of format is that if you watch your guys every day and a Braves fan and Matt Olson, will talk in a little bit, but like, you know, it, you you see them every day, 162, and you're like, well, that's our guy. He's the best, what we're getting from that position. And this, like, isn't shots fired at Adley, who we're probably going to be talking about at the end of August. Uh, it's just how good both of these guys have been. Uh, and congrats to Jonah Heim, who uh, has been a, a key cog for the Texas Rangers. And you're right, Trev, they're next month. Uh, don't have a dog days month. No. And they Not with the Astros there. Yeah. You know, Adley, I wanted to shout out. I just saw this. 62 walks to 71 yeah. strikeouts. That's hot. It's hot. He's uh he's nasty, dude. Um, Adley, <clears> we'll <throat> see you at the end of August. At first base, Trevor. Uh, I'll let you tee it up a little bit because I, I think you wanted to add some stuff to the mix, although I think there's a pick, but please. So Yanni uh Yanni Diaz is won it every single month so far. And we don't take that lightly. The opportunity to have mm. a silver daisy is is exclusive. You don't have that too often. So when I'm looking at the numbers here, I think there are a couple guys we need to talk about. Yandy, obviously one of them. Uh, Vlad Jr. and also Nate Lowe. I think those are the three guys. We have Josh Naylor listed on here with Tristan Casas as the honorable mention. Tristan's really come on as of late. Uh, overall numbers... I still think it's Yandi. Um, a lot of like the power numbers and extra base hit numbers are about the same. You can talk about doubles here. Yandi has 21. 
Vlad has 21. Lowe has 28. That's nice. Then in homers, Yandy has 14, Vlad 17, Lowe 12. They all have driven in right around the same amount. I mean, Yandy's lower than that because he hits higher in the lineup. I believe he's always leading off for the Rays. Is that correct? More or less. Most of the time. Most of the time. Because of that on base uh, percentage, it's hard not to. Uh, that's in the the on base percentage is there. It's in the four hundreds. He's a he's not a three four five guy. Oh, he is a three four five guy. At the point of this, yes. This is again through July. Wow. He does have the highest OPS. I don't know if I mentioned that already. And if you go to B War, uh, he is just above Nate Lowe at a three five. Nate Lowe has a three three. F four, same thing. They're separated by two tenths. Uh, with Yandi at a 2.8 and low at a 2.6. Yandi has the highest weighted runs created plus. So I think with all that and the fact that he's got three months in a row, this will be his fourth if we vote him in. I think I think Yandi's probably our guy. It is. He is. Um, I, I'm glad we're giving Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe, excuse me, some love uh, because this was kind of a big year for him. He, he had you know, kind of a full breakout last year after being good, good. Um, and then it was kind of, okay, 140 OPS plus last year. Are you going to, are you that guy? And he's kind of climbing back to that. So, uh, again, another guy in the Texas Rangers lineup, and you're going to hear about a few more coming up. Uh, part of the reason they've been so, so successful. I just think Yandy Diaz... Um, you know, at, at the end of August, the OPS is in the nines. Uh, nobody else had that. You know, Vlad's technically started with a seven. Uh, there's a 15-game gap. I think Yandi had one IL stint. I don't think that's the difference in how much better Yandi has been. So I think it snaps for Yandi Diaz. He's got the story yeah, but- of the biceps. We got to talk. Let's make sure people understand these statistics are through July. Because right. that always gets lost here. Right. We're, we're about a week into August. Those numbers are out. And I've already had a couple guys made made aware to me that they're having a big August. That's not part of this. My favorite is no. uh, it'll never stop till the end of time. The people that think it's just the month of awards. that yeah. They think it's just that month. They're like, this dude had a bad month. And it's like, well... You know, it's cumulative. Three good ones before point. it. Um, That's the whole point. We've got catcher. We've got first base. I think we've now run into one of our easiest decisions. It's the second base position. Um, and a team you've already heard. <laughs> We're just going <laughs> around the horn for them. Your Texas Rangers. Marcus, Marcus Simeon um, has a 5B war. Um, he, I think he has the best offensive and defensive stats on this. The guy's competing with him with Merrifield, who you might hear for you till, uh, in a little bit. And we'll, you know, he's battling in his own way. Brandon Drury is missing games and a potential util guy as well. Uh, a little shout out to Glaber Torres, who is always, uh, what's, what's that word? Um, when you talk about athletes and they're kind of enigmatic. Glaber mm. uh, Torres has been a little enigmatic with Yankee fans. His stats won't tell you that. Um, he's, he's got some of the better second baseman hitting stats. Simeon's in a league of his own here, and he's your guy, Trev. 
Uh, he is. He's doing it on all sides of the ball here. Um, defensively, he's been great uh, in that vaunted Texas lineup. He's one of the guys that's producing for them. And, and again, he has the first three months as well. So he's in line Ooh. now for the Silver Daisy Ooh. if he continues this offensive pace. And he's going to have to because of the injuries we just mentioned uh, to some of these Rangers. But Marcus is the clear-cut winner at second base for me and I guess for all of us. Man, and what I, I know we do it every now and then, but you know, going from A's shortstop that they're going to roll him out there to see if he figures something out to, I don't know, premier all-world second baseman the past few years. Um, and He's a worker, man. He's yeah. a worker. Like he'll, he's, he's going to put the work in if he's not good at something. It's just the way he is wired. You know, he is the nicest dude, uh, but there's that dog deep mm. down in him. Like, he's got it. Outwardly, he's just going to come up to you and, and kill you with kindness, but he's a worker, man. I love it. He's a good dude. Would love to see. I also think, I don't know. I'd love to see him be an extra in a movie, like Ooh. handsome, clean, like kind of like a bodyguard or something oh. like that. Like, you don't, in a way, you don't fuck with Marcus Simeon. He oh he looks like the guy on Criminal Minds. Like I love that show, by oh, the way. Wow. So I, I would like to see him on Criminal Minds. You're a Criminal Minds guy? Really? How are you not a Criminal Minds guy? It's classic. Shamar Moore. Okay. He's kind of got, yeah. Shave his head and get the goatee going. Um, that's the goatee that's that's the thing for me. I've seen Marcus with a goatee, and I think that's what got me. When are me. you watching Criminal Minds? I feel like I, I like used to watch it in the hotel up. rooms while I was playing. Like you just okay. you put it on. I think Tracks. it's like on A and E or some some weird channel, and you just yeah. rock it, bro. You can go watch it on Pluto TV. Um, not advertising that. Congrats to Marcus, who is running it, and man, he looks. I don't want to say uncontested because anything can happen in baseball, but boy, he. Uh, if you can hit. At these middle infield positions, like you're gonna, you're gonna stack you're up some awards, dude. Can I mean, pick, especially with the way he picks it at second. Can uh, exactly can play a lot of defense too. Uh, the shortstop position in the American League, you'll remember Jorge Mateo grabbed grabbed it in April. Since then, it's been Wander Franco and Trev, like you alluded to, your friend. Bobby Witt Jr. has entered the chat with his 29 stolen bases and 18 homers at the end of July. Uh, Wander is right there. Bo Bichette just got hurt, and he's he's kind of been trailing along with Bobby Witt. It's a two-dog fight, but it's maybe the weirdest two-dog fight on the sheet because Corey Seager, have I mentioned the Texas Rangers? Holy shnikes, I'm looking at these numbers right now, and he's got 66 games played compared to the 102, 105, 106 on the sheet, but his counting stats have kept up with these guys. That's insane. Counting stats, Corey Seager is there, and he's he's just he's winning this entire... It's a 186 WRC plus that 
Trev, we've fallen into this conversation a lot doing the All-JM team and how much have you played and, you know, when if someone's stats are so much better, it, it really becomes what do you value and I don't... <laughs> a lot of Wander Franco and Corey Seager's stats are identical outside of stolen bases and Corey Seager's, you know, average and on-base percentage numbers are in different worlds. I guess, what do you value? Uh, a shortstop who has been playing MVP-level baseball for 66 games? Or a shortstop that has been out there playing high-level defense, providing something with the stick, great speed, in uh, Wander Franco? This is a an all-time JM discussion here because usually we discount dudes who aren't on the field. We just say you got to be... You got to be playing to be considered for our award. But when you do rack up these numbers in the short amount of time, that's that's crazy to me. I I didn't think I I knew that he had missed a bunch of games. I didn't know that the counting stats were there. He leads the four guys we have listed here. Let's just name them. We got Bichette. We got Franco. We got Seager and Bobby Wood Jr. Okay. Corey Seager's played in 66 games. He leads all these dudes in doubles. He's got 29 doubles compared to 25's next height with Bichette. He is has 15 homers. The highest is Bobby Wood Jr. with 18. Again, these are through July. Like the stats are there. The RBIs, he's right there. The leader would be Bobby Wood Jr. with 60. He has 58 in 40 less games. So I know we usually discount dudes for missing games, but I might like in this instance, I might say this is more impressive because he has missed the games. It's tough, man. This almost feels like, you know, when a guy's going for the batting title and he has less games or not the qualified games and they have to like chop down his, yeah. like we almost need that for Corey Seager because I think, if you no, like the opposite of it, we need to add because he's only you trying to boost six games. This is crazy, dude. Yeah, that's um. You open up his baseball reference page, and it's kind of a. Do we not talk about Corey Seager enough? A guy with a World Series MVP in the bag, guy whose career hitting stats are electric. Um. I mean, he's got a 350 average, again, through July. 350 average, a 413 OEP, and a 631 slug. He's one dot in it. His offensive, uh, I'm I'm assuming this is the F war, uh, or F offense, excuse me, is off the charts. The defense is there as well, not as much as a Bobby Witt or a Wander. But that's cumulative. Oh, boy. I think I'm going Seager here. I it, think it's it's that impressive to me that he's gotten that much of the job done in that little of the games. I, and if we go back, let's talk about what we've had. Did you mention it already? It's been Mateo, then Wander the last two months. Okay, yep. you did say that. I, and I, I should tell the people, John... John was going to be here today, but he's dealing with some illness right now that he hasn't even answered my text, so I'm a little worried about my buddy. Um, But, (laughs) let's get back to all JM. 
Uh, Trev, I will kick it to the deciding vote today, BBD, because I'm going to go wander just because of this. Shortstop defense is so important. Yeah. And Wander is really good at that. And he has been out there for those games, for the 102 leading up to that, besides the two games he got benched or whatever, um, Hmm. that for a lot of other positions, I think I'd be with you on the Seager train, but having my guy at shortstop, making the plays I need at shortstop, even in those days when Wander um, doesn't contribute offensively, I think that matters. So... Um, I'm going to kick it to Biebs and wherever the gods may land, they land. Yeah. I, uh, Dalton and I were having this conversation pre-show, pre your arrival to the office. Um, and, and I, I said to him that just what Corey Seager has done offensively is, is just so far and away above what other people have done. I, I I think he has earned my vote. The glove, obviously the games played are limiting some of the numbers there, but it has not been a negative in the field. Um, so that's helping him too. Maybe if he was also like a bad defensive shortstop, like that could chop him down a bit compared to these guys. But I, I think Corey Seager has my vote. Congrats to Corey Seager, uh, who has been... There's not a daisy <laughs> on the line, so I feel... Better about that choice too. The best hitter so, in baseball. So played? I will add this: he has played in every month. He's just missed some games. So in April, in March, they played had eleven games. So missed some time there. He won dot of it in May. He played thirteen games. Ho hum, an eight eighty seven. Mm. June twenty six games. Got a full month in. He won dotted it. July got sixteen games in. He missed some time. He won dotted it. August he's played all six games. He's won dotted yet, it. But yes, I. Uh, congrats, to Corey Seager. No, I mean there's. I I think we could if we wasn't needed, a wrong answer. If there. we needed to kill sports radio for an hour and a half, uh, we could do that one. Uh, but we don't, and we've got to wrap up the infield. Trev, you have a question. Clearly, if you're having someone date your daughter, you pick a shortstop, obviously. Mm. I know you said Matt Olson, but mm. you know the real – who she really wants is a shortstop. Which one of these guys listed here is more your speed to enter your family? Um, I mean, me and Wander are kind of two, you know, those Thanksgiving football games would get. She'd see Wander and say, that's that's like my dad that's that I love. You know, that's too much like my dad. That's well, you know, daughters end up marrying their dads, so that's I could see it. Me and Wander, um, me and Bo are into you know the same stuff off the field. Uh, Corey <laughs> Seager's probably my I don't want to say my last pick, but Bobby Witt Junior's tough to turn down. He'd treat her He's right. The fast kid. I'd have him. I'd have him change the facial hair. I there'd be some jabs at the goatee. Okay, and he'd so be who like, are you picking? He'd be like, I hate going over to your dad's place. He always makes fun of my goatee. Give <laughs> um, <laughs> me wander, baby. I'm, you know, let's go out dancing. Let's have a time. Wander, Frank. Wander would be fun. Dating. Son, you, you, and you get to call him son. Son? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I, I know you got a... <laughs> you got, are you from the South now? <laughs> you got benched this year, and I think it was the right move. I think you're going to learn from that. 
When did you move to West Texas? Shut up, old man. <laughs> Me and your daughter are going to the basement. <laughs> Trev, third base, uh, also not clean. We have some classics here. Uh, Devers and Jose Ramirez. Uh, these two have been peas in a pod. Your guy, Matt Chapman, is back in the mix in a big way. And then you've heard about the Texas Rangers' entire team. You're hearing about most of the Rays team. Isak Paredes gets a shout on this list only because he's arguably been the best offensively out of the crew. Um, leading up until this point, it's gone Chapman, thick-neck Josh Young, who we're not going to hear from from a little bit, and then J-Ram. So we've had a different body every month. Uh, sounds like Fort Myers, Trev. Um, what? Um, where do you think you're... I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, this is really tough. This is really tough. I think I think we're choosing between two guys here. I know Devers offensively has been really good, but uh with the all JM team, we're usually looking for a more well rounded guy. Ooh. Not to say he can't play D, but so far the numbers uh here against these guys aren't gonna hold up. We have Chapman doing it defensive, we have Jose Ramirez doing it defensively. They also both lead in F4 and B war. I think those are the two guys who I'll be choosing between. I still haven't made my mind up just yet on who I'm going with. Uh, Chapman came off really, really hot early on. Uh, he's cooled since then. Some of his defensive stats weren't good early on. I believe they've turned around because obviously they should. He's a right. fucking psycho out there. Love watching that guy play defense. And then Jose Ramirez. I mean, look, probably the most consistent player in the big leagues. One of a top a top five consistent player in the big leagues, MVP level every single year. Plus, he just had an all time moment. We can't talk about <laughs> that because it happened in August. Yeah, but we know it happened. He had that's an all time moment for him. That makes him look so freaking good, man. Um, I want a little bit more time with the sheet. Chapman strikeout strikeout numbers. I don't love it especially when you're talking about J-Ram through July having more walks than strikeouts. You know that gets me going. I know. So I want to have a little bit more time with the sheet. You can talk a little bit about what your thoughts are, and then I'll I'll give my answer in about so two minutes. You're right, and Red Sox fans, I you know I know I'm not the guy that you come to for to be consoled. Devers' numbers are awesome. I mean, the 25 homers uh, is the most... Uh, the 76 RBI is the most. Um, it's just the rest of the stats are in the same realm or a little lesser. He's got the lowest on base percentage. Um, he's got a lower um, chunk, lower batting average than Ramirez. That I I do. I think Devers gets ruled out for now. Um, if you know, keep have have a second half, and I think you're going to open up discussions. And it's looking like we're going to have a new third baseman every month. Um, Trev, I'm I'm gonna break this down to boring logic, um, and for me, it's looking at these stats and looking at these players, and you know, basically, all JM team is. I don't want to say I think about it, assembling a team, but it's what do I want at that position? Do I want the power hitting lefty that's gonna give me mediocre defense? Um, do I want Matty Chapman? 
um, who, you know, on, on a given day, he can give you three hits and dominate while making special, special defensive plays in the field? Or is it the switch hitting third baseman who can make great plays defensively, who can hit for average, who can hit for power, who is also the only speed guy on the list? Um, for me, I think I land on Jose Ramirez. And I, you know, the punch is present in all of our heads. But uh, I think the baseball stats there are two with the highest batting average, the highest on base percentage, um, the highest OPS. Oh, Paredes has him by a notch, but um, that's the first time we've mentioned him, and he's moved around the infield a lot as well. Um, that I, I think I'm Jose Ramirez, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's a credit to Chapman Endeavors, but that's my guy. I I land Jose as well, and I'm going to say this because I think it's pertinent in these discussions when we're talking offensive numbers. The rest of his team stinks. Ooh, okay. Like I don't okay, they don't stink. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be mean, but compared to these other teams, we're talking about the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Rays. These these teams are very good offensively. Right. The Guardians are very like overall as a team, very bad offensively. So uh, Jose to put up some of these numbers that you have to rely on your team for it, it is impressive to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with him as well. And I'm not thinking about what happened in August, but I'm also thinking about what happened in August. Snaps for Jose Ramirez. Snap for Hosey. And you know, Just nothing. you and you and Hosey, same body. Yeah. Exact same body. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's got a couple shirtless picks out there that I'm like, wait, that's I like that. That's not too far off from what I'm operating with. I don't uh, know if I've ever seen the shirtless picks. I guess I got a. Have you seen some of his Google. outfits too? Uh, Jose Ramirez shirtless. Haven't googled this today. Um, as soon as you type the J in, it comes up. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, no, I've I've never looked this one up. Uh, not a ton of results. Uh, and again, my last piece of solace for Red Sox fans. Uh, there's been a, now a different third baseman every month. Chapman, Young, or excuse me, Jose Ramirez just doubled up, so I, I lied. Um, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Devers swoops in at the end to have the final pedal. Or or a guy who we didn't mention, you know, a guy like a Gunnar Henderson. Some of these, some of these guys that are on the honorable mention list. They're not far off. You love Gunnar. I mean, he's, he's putting together a nice little season. Gonna keep going, baby. Let's do the American League outfield. Those that know, know we need a center fielder. And then we want the other two best outfielders. So sometimes it is the three best. We value the center field defensive position. And luckily, Trev, in the American League, uh, unless you got something up your sleeve I don't know about, uh, a guy that has been incredible pole to pole, and this was a massive season for him, and he has put together a massive season. Speaking of surrounded by a lot of other stuff, Luis Robert Jr. Uh, is having an amazing, amazing 2023 campaign. He is. He, he is going to get our center field vote here, which is important to get out of the way. But, yes, he has been on a team that has just 
been a disaster hmm. too. To be able to come every day and, and to the ballpark and pay attention and and have these sorts of results is impressive when you're going through dealing with a lot of the stuff that the White Sox players have had to deal with, whether that's underperformance, media scrutiny, trading away all the players at the deadline, and now all this stuff that's coming out now about the the culture there. And shoot, we don't know what's going on there. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to speak too much onto it, but. I'm just saying a lot of distractions there on the south side. And yeah, he's been he's been really good. He's got twenty-nine homers already. This is through through, excuse me, through July. Uh 70 runs, 60 ribbies. He's very, very impressive, and he can do it on all sides of the ball. This is why people were talking like, hey, this is the the Latin Mike Trout. They said that. Who said that? Somebody said yeah. that. Yeah. Who said that though? Could have been the White Sox scouts. Maybe it was the White Sox scouts. Somebody said that, but it's because he's no, who good was, on all, all sides of the ball. It was who your was guy, it? guy, Yonder Alonso. Wow, Yon. Okay, Yonder. okay. I can, I can see that now. That makes a lot of sense. Yonder likes to hype the guys up, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, snaps. For Luis Robert, uh, I will say, uh, going back to last month, he was our center fielder. Before that, it was Kiermeyer and Mike Trout. Uh, Randy Rosarena has been on this outfield list every month, and I'm not sure if he's going to be here this month. Adolis Garcia was there last month. Judge in May. And how about Jared Kelnick's April? How far we've come. Uh, with this all-JM team. Trevor, I, I kicked it off with Luis Robert. I have my two guys. Um, I want to see if we're, if we're in lockstep on them. Okay, there's a, there's a guy who's crushing the ball who I think is kind of a clear-cut one I have in my mind, and it's Adelise Garcia. I'm, I'm so with in- you. I'm with you. We're in lock. We're in lockstep there. Some of the numbers are pretty silly there. Um, I believe he's leading all the guys on our sheet and runs batted in, which yes, he is. Um, through July, he had 84. Think about that. 84 stakes before July. That is a beautiful thing. And I believe I don't know if it was you and I talking about him or C Rose and I talking about him. He's pretty much been a 3100 guy. Every full season yep. that he's had, like real close. If he hadn't, if he didn't do it, it's it's one homer off or a couple RBIs off. So, I think Adelis Garcia is going to do it here. Um, he's and he's doing it defensively as well. He's got that freaking absolute cannon. Pretty good arm too. Seven stolen bases, no caught stealing. You always like to see that. Even though some of these stolen base numbers for these outfielders are pretty outrageous, but I think it's. Lou Bob and Adelise so far for me in the outfield. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I know sometimes counting stats aren't sexy because hey, that Texas Rangers offense is special, but you know, I'm Jaron Duran is on this list and some of his numbers are really nice. Like really nice and good for you, Jaron Duran. Uh Adelise almost has double the runs, and he has more than double the RBI. Like, at a certain point, counting stats do have to count because uh, at the end of the year, that's what we're trying to do. Um, 
and he he is the king of counting stats. If you're looking for home runs, if you're looking for runs, if you're looking for RBI, it's Adolis, Adolis Garcia. Um, so, yeah, I, I had him on the team, too. He remains from last month um, another Texas Ranger. My God. Um, now, this last one gets tricky, Trev. I love this guy, so it's not too tricky for me, my selection. And, again, I know this will happen in August. What he did last night was special, special. We are two peas Are we in together? Yes, dude, because it's insane that this guy's numbers are here. It's insane that it didn't happen yet, but he clipped Felix last night. And just the different numbers that pop up on his page are unreal. Like... We fell into the same thing last year where it was like, wow, you know, man, Julio Rodriguez, he's got 24 steals. Kyle Tucker has 20. Yeah. He also has the highest OPS on this sheet at 890 while playing good defense. The guy is the most casual freak show in the MLB right now. I, I totally agree. Every time you see him do something, you're like, what the hell? If he's stealing bags, if he's hitting homers, if he's and and his defense on here, his uh fangrass defense is a negative, but I feel like every time I see this guy play, he's making a diving catch, he's throwing somebody out with that long ass arm of his. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch I don't watch the Astros play day in and day out, so maybe there's some bad route running or something that I don't know about. There's enough um, like prior years of very good defense that I'm willing to chalk this up to. He's a got weird a gold sample. glove, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to chalk this up to like over less than a year of the defensive numbers can be weird. But even yeah, I agree with that, Beavers. But even with the negative yeah. defense, we're talking about offensively what he does, then on the base pass what he does. And we know like you know, they the Astros have been without Jordan for a big chunk of the season. They started the year without Altuve. Uh, Bregman was really struggling at the beginning of the year. I mean, Kyle Tucker had to bolster that offense, had to put him on the back, dude. And that's a long back, that tall fucking yeah. dude. It's a real long back, so a lot of people can ride on it. And he's needed that long back. Now he's got all his guys here. I mean, I, I just think he is he's one of my favorite players in the show. So I, I'm going Kyle Tucker with my last pick here. We we had it. Uh, we had it. And it's kind of a sick outfield, dude. I mean, imagine Luis, Robert, Adolis Garcia, and Kyle Tucker actually out there. Like, that's... You got two righties and a lefty. We're playing defense. We're playing offense. And Kyle Tucker just has this way about him that... Trev, we, we talked about how much of a freak show Seager's offensive season has been this year. Corey Seager's fan graph... F offense number that my guy Dalt has in here. The only person whose number is higher in the American League. Or excuse me. Well, it's Corey Seager. Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker has arguably been the best offensive player in the American League this season. And he just kind of floats by and we're like, yeah, he's looks like Abe Lincoln and he throws kind of weird because he's... He is a freak. Um, hey, uh, look at this, dude. Think about this. We're talking about outfielders here. This guy, even though he's slugging in the fives, he has... 
I'm I just lost out. Fifty one walks and fifty eight strikeouts. Fifty eight Ks. That's Stephen Kwan, for instance, a guy that we say has legendary bat to ball skills. He didn't swing and miss for the first like thousand pitches he saw, or whatever the hell it was. He's got forty seven walks to fifty two strikeouts. Kyle Tucker's on par with a guy that we talk about with incredible bat to ball skills, but he also has juice and can do all sorts of things. I, don't, I mean, I know we already picked him, but snaps for Kyle Tucker, man. Shoot. I got nervous when you guys started talking that it was not Kyle Tucker is the next guy you were going to do. And Randy Rosarena loses a potential silver daisy. Um, tough. He must have had a tough July, or these other guys are just freaks. Watch out for Julio sneaking up. Uh he is yep. gaining ground offensively and defensively. Um, Yoshida's also been there all year, uh, so some love Ooh. for him. Uh, I'm looking at Rand. I'm looking at Randy's stats right now. You want to hear the July stats? Let's hear the July stats. Reminder: these awards are through July, not just for July, but Randy. 22 games started, 85 at bats. He hit 153 with a 223 on base percentage for a 482 OPS. That'll get you kicked out the club. Sheesh. That'll get you kicked out the club. Trevor, I have good news. Instant snaps, and I take away what I just said about Kyle Tucker being the second best hitter in the AL. Yeah, you're crazy. I was going to say. Well, I guess about he, one guy. I guess he has an argument with Seager, but Shohei Otani, uh, thirty-nine home runs at at the end of July. Um, one dot oh eight seven OPS. Um, batting average in the threes. If you're into that, can throw a little too if you need him. Uh. He's three four sixing it. Almost three four sevening it. <laughs> Jeez. Halos, let's go, man. No, it's over, bro. Give Don't, us anything. They won last they night. They know it's over. Nate Steele in the building. This is what I think. I mean, honestly, get get the pick for Shohei. You're gonna get a nice nice little draft pick there. <laughs> but now it's like let's just get higher up the board, right? I mean, come on. Don't. Congrats to Shohei Otani. Just what he wants to hear. He's on the All JM team yet again. I mean, is anybody going to catch him? I mean, your Don's one dotting it on the nose through July. He missed some time. If anyone can Shohei's do it, it's your Don. But well, we'll see if Brent Rooker can return to form after his April, where he don't won. don't talk about Brent Rooker like that. What? Don't do that. He had a big April. If Shohei shuts it down right now, right now, August ninth. Is he the MVP? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Because he pitches too. Um, I thought you were going to say, is he all JMDH? And I was going to say, just don't sleep on Jordan. Jordan's <laughs> like, got time to catch if, that if, number. If, if there's stopped. one MFer that can match him offensively, it's that freak show. Um. Yeah, he signed. Gosh, Shohei, are you kidding me, dude? He signed an extension. Uh, Trev, the always controversial 
util position. Uh, guys listed that we've come across already, Drury and Whit Merrifield um, were mentioned at the second base position. Uh, Zeke Durant, uh, who may be the most versatile. Uh, and Luke Rayleigh, who we've mentioned during these util segments, and util always gets our most funkiest reaction because it's how util is your util. We had Taylor Walls, we had Zach McKinstry, and then we had Zeke Duran last month. Uh, what are your beautiful eyes seeing? I think we always go back to, yeah, what is util? It's I think if you're playing left field, right field, and first base, I don't know if I consider you util. You're more just a corner guy. You're not the most util you could be. Like util to me means you can play a middle infield position. Or I would even give like a Bellinger a util because he can play center field. And up the first middle base. is important. It goes along. You have to, yeah, I think you got to play up the middle in some fashion, whether that's center field or second base. Um, it's a lot more points in your or, favor. Or if you can play all the infield positions, I can give you a util. Mm. How do you feel about that? Even if you don't play outfield at all, yeah. but if you can mix it up at all the infield positions, I give you util. Yeah, I mean, that's four positions where the ball gets on you quick. Yeah. So right now I'm looking... And you know, Whit Merrifield qualifies. Hates you Luke right really now. doesn't qualify Luke to me in Rayleigh what I just said. Hates you right now. Yeah, a little bit. The a OPS bit. is eight nine. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. He's crushing the ball. He's crushing the ball. He pitched twice. How oh, that does that count as a middle, huh? <laughs> How about Zach Short keeps getting in these games, man? Where, yeah. where, is, where is Zach Short on this list? <laughs> where is Zach Short? Sorry, uh, <laughs> Dalton, Dalton just Dalton let out a, a frustration exhale. <laughs> like he's, he, he had everything except our guy, Zach he Short. He needs to have Zach time. Short on every yeah. JM list. Uh, every one. every year. Zach Short should RKF be RKF kind of right with him if you, if you want to talk about wow. it. Wow. IKF. What a turnaround in Yankees. For Zach ball. Short. Perception for IKF. So if Stop I'm making them the everyday shorts, if I'm hearing you correctly, you must be leaning Zeke Duran, or does Wit second base and corner do enough for you? This is always the toughest one because Wit is stealing all these bases. <laughs> he does play a middle infield position, so he does qualify. If we're looking at runs batted in, Wit has the most. If we're looking at runs scored, Wit has the most. Oof. But he has the lowest OPS. I think it's between Wit and Zeke. Man, that's a tough one for me. I'm I'll put this out there and I think it may may lead to a decision, but I'm going Luke Rayleigh. I'm I'm sorry. I I I can hear the the middle infield speech or center field, and I get that, but for me, that's bonus points. Luke Rayleigh is first base, either corner, and he's giving you an eight nine OPS. Like the numbers are crazy. That Do you I, consider Alex Kirilov a utility player. 
Both corners and first? Left field, first base. If he could play right field, yeah. Oh, now right field makes you a utility guy because he plays two corner outfield positions? I don't I just don't consider that utility. I think there are guys that cannot There's play both corner outfield positions. Kirilov has played set, 10 in left field, 11 in right field, 56 at first. I don't consider Alex Kirilov a utility player. Dalton? Positional versatility, sure. Dalton? Uh, just one point I want to make out for Luke Rayleigh and versus Alex Kirilov, if we're going in that discussion real quick. Rayleigh's played almost even numbers between first and both corner outfield spots. Kirilov's played 50 games compared to 20 games in left and right combined. For me... I don't want to discredit for what Rayleigh's doing offensively based on how they're using him. They have guys like Yandy Diaz at first base, who's playing primarily. Isaac Parades, who's playing third, a little bit of first. I don't think how well Rayleigh's played offensively should be discredited because they move his ability to move around in the outfield in the corner spot at first base. I think I agree. I also believe maybe those statistics are a little off of Kirilov because they move within the game all the time, first base to outfield. So I don't know if that counts as game started or is that games in general you were looking at there? Well, there there was I I was looking at total appearances when I there was a conversation beforehand. Should they be penalized if they don't start there? Because isn't that part of their versatility? If you if you bring someone else into the game that goes and plays another position and that you move. That should be bonus points for you. That's that's a no one hundred. I'm not taking away. Right. These guys are moving around. They have positional versatility. I'm just my definition of utility player is a little bit different, and I, I'm okay with you choosing fine. Luke Rayleigh. Yeah, I, 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 it's not I'm not fine. everyone can do first base and outfield, but more guys, way more guys, can do that. It's true. Than play middle position. It's true. So I, I, if, if there is someone close, I will always probably lean towards a guy that's in the middle of the diamond. Okay. And I think that's right, Trev. I I am picking up everything you're putting down as far as up the middle ability with the util. That's that's more util than than just first base corner outfield stuff, but that doesn't mean the other guys aren't aren't being util sure. guys at all. Some I guys, will pick Whit Merrifield for my choice here. Mm. Uh because I think it's close enough and I value that positional uh the middle Positions, so Bieber's. Oh. Four is yours. My pure vote, I think I would have still <clears throat> gone Zeke Duran, but I'm tie-breaking between those two. Um, wow, and Luke Rayleigh's swiping bags, too. I think I lean Luke Rayleigh between those two. Congratulate. That's got to be his first pedal. How about Luke, MF, and Rayleigh, dude? God. Man, there's something so funny to the fact, you know, we talk about organizations and where you're drafted. Little Dodgers raise for Luke Rayleigh. You know, that's sounds a lot better than going, you know, A's, White Sox. Liam Hendricks. Uh, Congrats. Simeon. Marcus Simeon, congrats to Luke Rayleigh, who has been absolutely balling this year and deserves deserves the credit. Uh, Kendall Graveman. Hot. Trev, the AL pitcher, and then we got to crank some NL because we have been cooking 
today, and you should be outside grilling, cooking. Summer's here, and you should be wearing your Shady Rays. And Trev, the people at Shady Rays have heard us, and they listened. You may know me and Jimmy have our own signature pair of glasses. Whoops. Sorry about you. Um, And part of the problem, Shady Rays was rolling out that crazy deal, right? But our glasses weren't a part of that. So what they did is they made a new deal. JM30 will get you 30% off the custom Jimmy and Jake collab shades. Um, I am obviously as biased as someone can get. My shades are sick. Uh, There is a slight green (laughs) tint to them that you can barely see. They look all black, kind of men in black. When you get in high and tight, you're like, ooh. Little Jake sucks on there, the signature, the frog. Jimmy, you got a couple pinstripes on the back end there, comma, a breakdown. Uh, His are also sick. I'm a little biased towards mine. And again, you will get 30% off uh, with code JM30. And if you say, screw them, I'm a Trev guy, I'm a BBD guy, I'm a Dalton Feely guy, they still have their code talking for 50% off Two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. So Shady Rays is rolling it out for you. It's August. Get yourself some sunnies. Click the link in the description. Trev, you raised your hand. Best deal in the biz. This is a message to Shady Rays. If you want your company to explode more than it already has, let me design a pair of shades as well. Okay. Thank you. We can work on that. We can work on that. Trev, the AL pitcher, um, I'm just going to tell you, and I think people know with how I feel about the Yankees currently that there's not bias. Uh, I see the most innings pitched. I see the lowest ERA. I'm a pretty simple fella sometimes. Garrett Cole has been awesome. He is my vote for the AL pitcher. Oh, my goodness. You just went out quick. I mean, he is it's not like he's running away with everything. He's he's good. Like there's a lot of people that are close to him too. You're not even gonna think about these other guys. I've thought about it. We're also fifty-five in and haven't done NL, so that's kind of why I delivered it that way. Oh, I, we can stay here all day, Poppy. Okay. All day. Yeah. All day. Then talk about um, Luis Castillo. Talk about Nathan Avaldi. Give me some Gossman. Give me some Framber. Framber's carrying I, the pedal from last month. Framber has the pedal from last month. I believe before that, who was it? It was Cole. We went Cole, Evaldi, Framber. April, May. Of these guys, I'm looking more at Nathan Evaldi than anybody else. Framber did something really special, I believe, in August. Mm. August. I believe that was in August. So that does not count. These statistics are through um, July. But there's other guys. I mean, Gossman has the best K per nine. Um, and the best walks per nine, that means something. If you're walking less people and striking out more people, I'm looking and I'm a liking. You got a big old FIP uh, on him. Nathan Evaldi uh, has been really good. He actually has right, – he's right there with Garrett Cole as far as ERA. I know he's pitched in three less games. He is on the IL right now. Um. I just think they're pretty close. I want to make sure I'm, you know, crossing my T's and dotting the I's. Sure. As you would say. No peer pressure. Wow. I love me some Garrett Cole, too. I've I've really turned the corner with him. I do. 
He's everything you want in an ace. He is like what Russell Wilson used to be mm. with the Seahawks. What a comp. Yeah. Everything you want, kind of dorky, but all he cares about is ball, really. And then Russell Wilson started caring about social media, then it wasn't great. So, Garrett Cole, my advice to you is just stay off the social media, bro. Just yeah. keep being the Yankees horse. How about that? Um, Gosh, these guys are pretty close. Garrett's running away with the B-War. Gossman's got him in the F-War. Gossman's FIP is real, real nice. Mm. I think I might put Beavers to the test here, even though the chair's empty. Okay. I don't know, man. This is a real tough one for me. I think pitcher's always the toughest. I think I'm going to take Kevin Gossman with my okay. with my pick. Hey, man. Like you said, uh, the strikeout numbers are crazy. Um, everything else is fairly close or in the same realm. Um, yeah, it's real, real close. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, I don't know. Beavers either had to pee or he ordered lunch. That will uh will have to. Break Is Dalton it. here? Who did Dalton pick? He's got his picks here. Dalton. Dalton's picks through July. You took Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. So don't let Beavers know that because I feel like that'll sway his mind. He may already know, but um, let's uh let's keep the boat moving to the National League, Trev. Oh, we got to wait for Beavers, but let's move on. I like that. Yeah, and we'll we'll surprise him. We'll actually keep it rolling, um, and we'll see if if he says something, we'll go there. If not, we might sneak attack him after the catcher position. So everyone loves an inside joke. The National League catching position, Yeesh. arguably the toughest on the sheet. So a great oh start. Oh my gosh! A great start for the NL. Um, because William Contreras has been raking lately. I think his brother has been too, but, um, and he's got some electric stats, arguably. (laughs) He's got some fantastic offensive stats. Sean Murphy and Will Smith, who have been at this thing all year, uh, although Sean Murphy has swept so far, their stats look like you told chat GPT to give you two different catching statistics that are as close as possible. Because uh, across the board, Sean Murphy's got a little more pop. Pop. Um, Will Smith has a better on-base percentage. The F offense loves Will Smith a little more. It loves Sean Murphy's defense a little more. We've been splitting hairs all year. These are two guys that are constantly in the conversation for who is the best catcher. I'll I'll let you go. The only thing that's keeping Will Smith in the conversation here for me is that walk to strikeout ratio because you know I'm just a sucker for that. I, I really am. 48 walks to 50 strikeouts. Sean Murphy to me pretty much everywhere else kind of takes it. Uh, so I'll put my vote in for Sean Murphy, although Will Smith is very, very close. And I do I do like the fact that Sean Murphy has won it all three 
months. That means he's been super, super consistent, which should mean something. Uh, but I'll go Sean Murphy for my NL catcher. The 909 OPS from Sean Murphy is tough to beat. A 9 OPS from a catcher, yo. Um, the defensive metrics do tend to like him more, and I do want to apologize to Dodger fans because I said that's not Will Smith's strength, and uh, I saw some Will Smith tape, and he can play defense back there. Uh, the Dodgers pitchers weren't helping him with a lot of the base runners too, too much. Trev, I know how much you love Will Smith, and I, I love I him too. That OPS is tough to beat uh, with everything Sean Murphy does. And, you know, we, we talked about a lot of Texas Rangers players on the AL side. I think we're going to talk about a lot of Atlanta players on the NL side, along with Dodgers, if we're being honest. Um, it's Sean Murphy. Uh, all in. I Will Smith is right there. Yeah. Will Smith is right there that if there's a hiccup or an injury, uh, it's an incredible season from a catcher. And how about William Contreras? Um, you know, people people were worried about his defense, but the Brewers have a little defensive catching clinic going on yeah. uh, at their facility. And you might see his brother in the mix. And, hey, how about Francisco Alvarez making the sheet, I think, for the first time with his slugging in the fives. But a congrats and snaps to Sean Murphy as we kick off the National League. Beebs, we need your AL pitcher between oh. Cole and Gossman. Ten? Nine? Looking at eight, the stats, looking at the stats. Seven, six? Five? Oh, Garrett Cole. Ho! It's our Obviously. year. Obviously. It's our year, baby. Oh, Yankee the fans pick their guys. Uh, Where was Sonny Gray on this list, huh? Where was Bailey Ober? Check up your butt. Dalton almost More innings threw up low, when you substantially said that. lower ERA. Dalton had Cole man. too. Yeah, because he is always around you guys. Bailey Ober's the Dalton. guy. The nightmare. You know what? The we're nightmare. both giving it to Bailey Ober. We make him a shirt. I told him we'd make him a shirt, and so we haven't. So we're whip guys. Bailey Ober shirt. Got him in whip. Flying Have you met Bailey Ober? He would fuck you up. He would fuck me up. He would fuck me up. Don't give him a hug. He's 6'9". You know where your face would be. Right in there. <laughs> I got a sneeze coming. <laughs> um, congrats to Sean Murphy. Chasing. You're disgusting. A daisy. <laughs> hey, you got to be conscious of that stuff when you're down here, man. Uh... This is... I referenced it at the start of the show. It's probably the most fucked up guy who won't be on the list because he's dating my daughter um yeah it's tough for you huh? he's on his he's on pace for a casual 50 bones this year and the guy who's gonna get it <laughs> is a guy that he'll be compared to forever huh. for transactional reasons Trev, I'll, I'll let you see what you can dig up for Maddie because that homer number is gaudy. Freddie Freeman's the best hitter in baseball. Dude, this is way closer than you're making it seem. It's I am. You're right. You're right, but that's because I felt like I teed it up before. This is close. I don't know, Trev. Talk me into it. 
Okay. I mean, the on-base percentage for Freddie, that's going to be there all the time. It's And it's a very sexy number. A 409 OBP gets me. No doubt about it. But look at the slug. Who's winning there? It's Maddie. Maddie Storiali is winning there. Yeah. Okay. 36 Jimmy Jacks through July. 89. We just... We were just ooing and aahing about Adelise Garcia's 84 sure runs did. batted in through July. Not sure if that's the right number, but 89 through July. It's big. If you're talking about extra base hits, uh, Freddie Freeman's got him by one, uh, but that's mostly doubles. That's why the slugging is higher for Matt Olson. Uh, the runs are very similar. Freddie's got 89 compared to Olson's 80. Um, Olsen has more walks. He strikes out a little bit more. The walk percentage is higher for Matt Olsen, which is crazy to me. I guess it's just because Freddie just gets more hits. That's where the on-base percentage is going crazy. I'm not so sure it's a runaway for Freddie. Now, do I think Freddie might have him just a little bit? Yeah, but you're making it seem like it's a runaway, and I'm just not so sure. I'm very curious why the war is so different. I think it has to do with the base running. There's a little bit of defense. There's a little bit of base running. And that home run number I know is big, but like you mentioned, extra base hits. By one. By one. Uh, By one, but that goes with Freddie having... How many more hits does he have? 23 hits at this point of the season. Like, Frederick, if we're now going both leagues, um, I think Otani is your number one offensive contributor. I think of all hitters in baseball, and let me see who else I'm forgetting in the net. Oh, well, a guy that used to be Freddie's teammate. I think Freddie is having a top three offensive season in baseball this year. Um, yeah, he's he's an MVP discussion. And Matt, Matt Olson may be top five, but... <laughs> uh, same league, same position. Top top eight? Have we ever done two? No. There's never been Pedal a winners? We, I think we did one month, actually. Uh, now that you say that. I feel like we did one time. We, we couldn't decide. We did a rollover month. Oh we, yeah, who what who's going to be better the following? We wanted them month? to fight it Ian out. Hap won it, right? I think so. There was a dual month. Uh Schwarber got the rollover. Whoever okay. won May of la- whoever won June of last year would also get credit for May. So do you want to do that where we say, "Hey, these guys are so close, whoever has the whoever wins August also wins July?" You're trying to put a little skin in the game, huh? I'm just not, I mean, look, if, if we're looking strictly at war numbers, Freddie's got them. Um, if we're looking at any other numbers, they're really close. If I'm not looking at war. And Don't I, even look at war. And I look at every other number. It very much becomes a game of power versus contact, right? Like. You know, Freddie's got a 329 batting average. Olsen's got a 263. All and right, then- I'm ready. On three. One, two, three. Freddie. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it's just it's, it's I just tried. Better. Trev, uh, 
I commend the trout. There's been one player as a joke since we've started this program. I could, said I would allow to date my daughter, and I'm picking against him. Like, you don't have a daughter. I don't have a daughter. Yeah, it's great seeing Isla last week. She Beautiful had some fun girl. in the city, huh? Holy smokes! She loves New York. Crush New York. Congrats to Freddie Freeman. Sorry, Matty O. You were close to a rollover, but it just wasn't in the cards. How about San Francisco having two first basemen listed here? Dalt, you want to explain yourself with Wilmer Flores and Lamont Wade Jr.? Dalton? Yeah, I got to go back and check out Wilmer Flores' uh, first base eligibility, but his July, like his numbers, I don't know if you saw. It goes through July, yeah. just to emphasize it goes through July, but holy cow. I mean, yeah. this man had one hell of a July, which put him up there. Lamont Wade kind of cooled off, but that on-base percentage this year has been unbelievable. Um, again, just offensively, I think those four guys I had in the sheet, Freeman, Goldschmidt, Olsen, and Walker are better. But I got to give credit to my snakes, foes, and the Giants. They have two guys who are really good, who have had really good seasons. And Flores, potential, used to be a utility guy. Like, he used to be a utility guy. Yeah. He plays a lot more DH in first base now. But got to give credit where credit's due. Honorable mention for them both. We got a, we got okay. a tweet last night that was like, you guys need to give Wilmer Flores a little bit of yeah. love because he has been killing it. Um, and I have it here real quick. Flores has played uh, 33 starts at first base compared to 20 at DH. He just hasn't played enough. Okay. 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 Christian Walker. I'm going to give you my second base pick, and then I'm going to just step out for a second. Okay. Someone here. Uh, Hassan Kim, you're a fucking Really? Wow. Congratulations. Trev, you just – you might have just rattled the cage for some people. Um because Luis Arise, the chase for 400, right? And how special that is. He's gotten a pedal every month. Um, he was on the pursuit of four bills. I mean, he still is. Uh, he's faded a, a little bit. Uh, he is hitting 381. The tricky part with Luis Arise, um, not known for his defense. In fact, that was part of the reason the Twins were willing to move on from Luis Arise a bit. 429 on base is still uh, very special. 905 OPS, absolutely. He has three home runs and one stolen base. Ozzy Albies deserves some snaps. He has 24 ding-dongs. I mentioned yep. you're going to hear a, a, about a lot of Atlanta Braves. Um playing close to what has average defense there. A couple of the other stats, the on-base percentage is pretty low. Um, Cattell Marte, we play for rings in the desert. I mean, there's some numbers with him. Jeepers creepers. Hmm. We fell into this the other day, Trev. What Ha Song Kim is doing this year is like top five NL MVP type stuff. Um, got a five eight B war right now, which I believe, yeah, it's it's one of the highest in baseball. Is that I'm the highest right National now. League B war? I'm looking it up right now. I think that as of the end of July, which is when we put this down, the guy who's been kind of the consensus NL MVP from the start of the season, Ronald Acuna Jr., five point seven B war. 
Yeah, right now, Baseball Reference has him listed as the highest. It goes Kim, <laughs> Acuna, Otani, Freeman, Betts, Seeger, Simeon, Wander Franco, Lou Bob, and Lindor. Lindor, I didn't know, was having a season like that. Okay. Sneaky up there in Queens. Uh, yeah, but Hassan Kim, man. How about it? Um, I I hate to introduce some slop and funk. He he. While he has settled into second base for the most part, not sure if by the end of the year he'll remain eligible for this. For this month, he is still util eligible. I am. I'm going to put Hassan Kim at second base for now. Um, he has played the majority of his games there. He has been incredible. He has earned it. Let's give snaps to Hassan Kim. If Util gets ugly or Outfield gets ugly, we know we have a little wiggle, and we've wiggled in the past. Trev, I have uh, misspoken on the war statistics. That was position player war. Okay. Um, he's second to Shohei Otani when you consider right. that Shohei Otani also pitches because Shohei right now is he's two guys point. Six B war. Could call it a season and win MVP. Holy shnikes. You don't you don't see oh, so we're snapping right. for Haas on Kim's second base. It snapped. It snapped. He You're may get some pedal. He may get moved, but he is on the team. He's getting a pedal. If we did that, we could keep Luisa Rise there for the silver daisy. I don't know if that's fair. I gotta look at the util position when we get down there. Last month in the util position, we had a guy named Mookie. Yeah, I still know. eligible he might go there. Back. He still might just do that again. The, outfield. the National League shortstop position, I was a little surprised. Um, Perdomo's been hanging around all year with some fun stats, but he's he's drifted back a little bit. He had platoon stuff early on. Maddie McLean uh, is sneaking into the mix with some very impressive numbers this year. I do believe this is a two-horse race, and one of the horses, uh, this went Bogart, Swanson, Swanson so far, and Dansby, who has been playing great lately, although I think a chunk of that is August. And with the Cubs' rise, I thought this was going to be a Dansby runaway. Contraire, mon frere. Frankie Lindor, who has been fighting with Dansby in a lot of NL shortstops conversations, has a lot to bring to the table. I didn't realize how much pop he was playing with this year. 21 homers, 23 doubles. Those are the most between any of the shortstops I just mentioned. Uh, With the most stolen bases as well, he gets hurt with batting average, but that's about it, Trev. Well, he's also posted pretty much every single day. And the batting average might be a product of his batting average of balls in play. It's been low all year up until July. Uh, It was 265 in April. It was 231 in May and 233 in June. I I, I don't know what his career uh, BABIP is, is, but I'm assuming it's around the 300 mark or even a little bit higher. So you can expect him to – get that average up a little bit as the season goes on. He's done that over the last, like I said, July, it was 307. 
And then August so far has been 455. So it's coming back. So his average will be there. And yeah, I was surprised. I, I, I knew, I knew he started out just kind of like not great, but the last couple of months he's been, he's been pretty good. So yeah, this is a, this is an interesting one for me. I mean, I see Dansby kind of doing it and him kind of being like one of the faces of a resurgent cub team i mean he comes in signs the free agent deal that means something to me like we all thought the cubs were going to sell but having a a guy that is at shortstop is steady on both sides of the ball and even i mean better than steady on both sides of the ball i think that's got to be in the discussion here so this is a this is a this is a difficult one for me even though lindor's running away with some of the war stuff i i just I need some more time here. Do you, okay. Are you leaning somewhere? I am. I'm. Um. I'm leaning Lindor. I. It's tough because I. I often find myself being a Dansby defender because, again, like, you know, he was the last shortstop in that class. People. People are wondering when his defense is going to fall off because of the arm strength. He comes back and he's gone. Gadzooks again, but. The Gadzooks, I think, is kind of in August. And I I don't want to discredit what Frankie Lindor is doing because it's it's crazy impressive. And, I mean, the counting stats again, 65 runs, 65 RBI for Lindor, 48 and 45 for Dansby. Um, he's got him in homers. He's got him in steals. But if there's anyone that can pick it with Dansby Swanson, it's Lindor. So, like... I, I'm trying to be as neutral as possible, and I think when I'm being as neutral as possible, uh, my pick goes to Francisco Lindor. I just opened up a whole new can of worms here. Don't go down hmm. the Matt McClain wormhole. Yeah, it's it's not his fault that the Reds didn't have him up. Was he hurt at the beginning of the season? I don't believe he was hurt. No. I don't. He's just sitting in AAA, just like, oh, this is where you belong. Go work on your defense, kid. One of those situations? No, he wasn't ready. Because, dude, I mean, I know some of the counting stats don't favor him, but, you know, the percentages do. He's got a higher on base percentage than both Dansby and Lindor. He's got a higher slugging percentage than both of them by far. His OPS is much better than them. By far, he's got he's he's the guy with the eight ninety four through July. He plays defense too. He's got some bags. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we hold off on him this month because he doesn't have enough games played. But you can't really hold that against him that his his team just didn't call him up. He's probably been the better player. I can't Overall. hold it. I can't hold it against him. It's not his fault. I, He's gonna. It, I it's can't. Part of this award. I can't hold it against the other players either. Listen, you. He's been the better shortstop. The the reason the reason he's not getting it can be the team's fault. But I'm voting is. Matt McClain. I'm voting Matt McClain. He's been I know the Reds have you know dropped down a little bit. They had that super super hot streak, but. He's been playing. This a lot guy's of, been a huge part. He's been playing a lot of second base recently as well. 
Yeah, he's. They've been moving guys. Well, they have four. Well, they have all the cells. all the infielders. They want to try them all out and, everywhere. End of August. Matt McClain's played fifty-two games at shortstop. It compared to what at second base? Seventeen. Still considered. I mean, he's got a three-one WAR just in those. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going McLean. I think okay. when he's been on the field, and now we're talking about three hundred ABs. So it's a. It's not. A tiny little sample size. Since he's been up in the big leagues, he's been better than these guys. That's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm, I'm choosing Matt McClain. BBD, you need to pick between Matt McClain and Francisco Lindor. Yeah, McClain, for me, uh, the number of games and plate appearances, while not his fault, does does matter. Uh, Lindor has played so much. I mean, it, that might be my tiebreaker between him and Dansby is that he's played 13 more games and it's uh, about 50 more plate appearances. Just They're close. Those two, their walk and K rates are almost identical. That's nuts. Uh, McLean's walk and K rates are, are less where you want to be compared to them. Young guy, I think that'll correct it over the next few years, but uh, I think Lindor has my vote. I was going to say McLean could go into – Util, but he don't want that smoke. I don't, think. I don't think he wants that. I don't think he wants that yet. Hey, I'm Trev. Congrats to Francisco Lindor. I am glad you gave Matt McClain the love he deserves. He deserves the love because he. Well, can we like put that on the sheet that I like gave Matt McClain some love because no, I nothing. feel like we're gonna be all the Reds fans. What about McClain? They'll be like, he's our second baseman. Um, he, Matt McClain. People have been. Wondered why I got so hot about the Ellie De La Cruz being in All-Star times. This is why. Yeah. This is why. I'm sorry my guy's 5'8", but he's a fucking stud. And I'm sorry his name's Matt McClain and not Ellie De La Cruz, but like, and well, Ellie De La Cruz is like the fastest, coolest ball player ever. So, hey, I understand. What if his name was like Matty McSnakes or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's snakes all over the ballpark in cincinnati people are bringing real snakes to the ballpark it's a conversation it's a conversation Maybe you change it it's a conversation for another time you know he's one of those he's one of those mix that doesn't have the extra c it's just yeah that mix. that's been kind of that's honestly been negative points for him for me being mick lane and not mick clane Lane. I keep typing the wrong thing when I try to Google. Yeah, me too. Exactly. I do MCCL, and it's like no, it's wow. just with the capital L. Okay, so we just need Matt McClain to change his name. Yeah, it can be McSnakes if you want. Congrats, Frankie. Uh, Trev, I have horrible news. Um, third base is tougher, I believe. Third base is tougher, Gosh. I believe, than what we just ran through. Nolan Arenado. You heard of him. Jamer Candelario gets traded within the same league. So his stats continue to roll on impressively. By the way, his hot start with the Cubs is all August. And it may not matter. He has the highest war on both sides. Manny Machado has begun to go again. You're familiar with him. And you also know he's young. He is thick. He is Austin Riley. Uh, Trev, in the previous months, uh, it has been Muncie Muncie Jamer, as everyone predicted. Where are you at? I have no idea. 
This one is really, really close. And there's some really, really good ball players on here. I love third base, man. Uh, if you just go by OPS, we have Nolan leading the way at 836. Jamer right behind him at 823. Austin Riley right behind him at 834. Manny bringing up the rear at 789. So we're pretty close there. Slugging the same. They're all right around 500. OBP the same. They're all around 330, 340. There's not a lot that's separating these guys. Even, I mean, defensively, it's been Manny, according to F Defense, which I think is new to the sheet this year. Or this month, excuse me. Uh, we know Manny can play. All these guys can play defense. All of them can. Yeah. I do not have a lean right now. Even in stolen bases, no one's really doing anything. I mean, Candelario's got six. He leads the way. Machado's got three. He's the second behind Tim. Um, RBI, I think there's a little bit of separation there. The 77 for Arenado. Next is 64 for... Austin Riley. If you're just looking at everything overall, I'm probably leaning Arenado. The extra base hits mm. between him and Candelario are really close. 42 for Arenado, 46 for Candelario, but Arenado leads in homers. I think my pick as of right now is Nolan Arenado, unless you can change my mind. I don't know if I can change your mind because it's it's rail thin. Um I, I think my lean, because he's leading and hit by pitches. No, I, I, I think I think if you if you if you wash this sheet and there was no names, I think in my heart of hearts, I would pick Jamer Candelario. Um, he's he's been the second best defensive third baseman by these metrics. The guy who's would be the first in defense, would be last place offensively of these numbers. He's arguably second place offensively. I think there's even a first place arg- argument that I'm I'm going Jamer. Uh, you know, at one of the bigger name recognition positions on the sheet, and I, I think if that's out, uh, I'm, I'm Jamer Candelario. So, um that's where I'm going. Is Nolan your final vote? Yeah, you didn't convince me enough. I, I mean, I like both these guys. It is very close. Um, so I guess we'll let Beavers decide. <sighs> All of these guys, you know, strikeout walk rates have been a little bit of a tiebreaker, at least in me and Trev's head, I think. And they're all in a very similar area. Man, it is really tight. Uh, I th- just barely. I th- I think my lean is Jamer. Barely. Okay. Dolan raised his hand. Very. Just ten real, more doubles. Yeah. Just just a real quick Close note, uh, Trev. I was with you with Arenado, <laughs> only because I mean, counting stats aren't everything, but he's got twenty four more RBIs on an offense that hasn't been this the known Cardinals offense. And while doing that, has twenty one points higher of an average. So to make you feel better, I also had no. Arenado. Wasn't just you. Looking at this sheet, I was excited <laughs> that the that the bad man is back. Um, 
that Arenado is fully in the conversation again. He does. So those he are my, my one-two. He does have the most RBI. I was Cardinals offense hasn't necessarily been the Achilles been heel good. for them been, this year. Yeah. It's um, been solid. It hasn't well, been bad at all. Well, like, you know, just I know I've defended counting stats. Jamer came over from the Nats. Um, tough. It's tough. It, this could have this could have gone any direction. This could have gone any direction. Riley has the most homers. You like counting stats, 75 runs. Um, although that's a little more team-driven. Um, the Cardinals have the sixth best OPS in baseball. So we got to shout that out. It's crazy. What a year for them. People are mad that I picked the Me and Chris Rose picked the Cardinals offense over the Braves offense. Now, clearly we were wrong. But people made it seem like we were crazy. I mean, the sixth best offense... Yeah. In a, in a lot of categories, homers, OPS, OBP, average, they're seventh. I mean, they're they're not too sluggish. Where are the Braves ranking and all that? I guess I better check that out. So I think they're probably three in most of those categories. Pretty good. I think they're they might be higher. Than two, three. two, yeah. OPS one, runs three, OBP and average two. You know who the best team is? The fucking Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Only because they came up for every position. Congrats to Jamer for now. Back it's to so back. Close. Uh I I think you'll see someone new there. Maybe you won't, because he did get off to an eight for nine start with the Cubbies. Trev. He's got a, he's one dot threeing through eight games in August. Outfield, DHU Till and starting pitcher is brought to you by Manscaped. Take care of your downstairs biscuits. Yeah. Platinum. That's good. Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0, one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, premium body wash, two-in-one shampoo, conditioner, and deodorant. The Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer and weed whacker and ear trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. And I'll speak on this confidently because you know what I did this morning? Trimmed it up. How's it look? Good. Landing strip, traditional. Um, always. Did you go tight, tight, or did you go just kind of like left a little play area? I left a lot of play. I, uh, okay. you know, I'm. Turf down there. I'm very artistic uh, okay. in my work. And you can be too. Code talking, manscaped.com, 20% off with free shipping. It's code talking. Get the platinum package. Because the gold standard is no longer good enough. Ooh. Click that link. Trevor, in the National League outfield, we need a center fielder. Um, and I think we have a guy. That's good news. Um, although, out of the woodwork last month, Brandon Nimmo yep. shook the tree and it got surrounded by Ronald Acuna Jr. and Corbin Carroll. Ronnie's been there every month. We've seen Mookie go from there to Util. Um, James Outman and Brandon Marsh, how was your April? But here we are at the end of July. And the center fielder, which the box we have to check off first, I think is no longer a conversation because he was supposed to be traded, and then he's kind of already a Chicago legend for what he's done to let them go add and how impressive he's been. Cody Bellinger. Holy crap. 
I think this whole outfield is going to be really easy for us, especially if we're talking about Mookie in the util position. <clears throat> I think it's a no doubt Cody Bellinger in center field. And I think there's two outfielders that kind of separate themselves from the pack. Maybe a discussion for another one. Uh, but Cody definitely, for me, gets the center field uh, shot here. The 900 OPS. That is, I'm so happy for the guy. Right. Had the highs, had the lows has to go to a new organization. You never know how that's going to work out, and it's just been great for him. Uh, so I guess snaps for Earl Code. Dude's got seven figures coming this offseason, no? Seven figures. What? How many? Nine how figures. low is seven that? Fi- seven nine. figures is just like in the millions. I think I meant We're gonna go. You meant nine. It's never been a math pod. No. Um um, Trev, so we, we got that. Then I think it's let's just run through Ronald. this one, coach. Ronald Acuna Jr., Easy. what you've done, you're the National League MVP as of right now. Uh, almost one dot in it. Uh, you're just kind of doing everything right. 51 swipes. How many homers does this guy have right now? 24 homers and 51 swipes through Ugh. July. 51. That's a joke. Um, and then the other guy that we'll mention, I believe, and this is where kind of maybe we have this the discussion is a between Juan Soto and Corbin Carroll. This is where we have a conversation. Um, at the end of August, Corbin Carroll had one more homer. Uh, in July. Through July, excuse me. He had 33 swipes to six. Swipes, uh, where he ends up losing and almost everyone loses is on base percentage to Juan Soto um, and OPS on the whole. Uh, I'm interested to see what you say. Uh, Somehow Corbin Carroll grades out negative defensively with his legs. That seems near impossible, but... I know sometimes the defensive numbers don't fully know what to do with guys that change around, and he, he plays all three spots, but... I'm I'm surprised. In my in my heart, it felt like you were leaning Soto there. Well, I just think that they're two different types of players. Very different. So one is just basically an offensive threat, and that's what he does. And he gets on base, and he's going to hit some homers. Like he's going to have the power because he's just a good hitter. Corbin Carroll to me is a more well-rounded player, and I think if you're asking me who I want on my squad. I know it's crazy to disrespect Juan Soto like this, but I think I want a Corbin Carroll on my squad before I want a Juan Soto. Is that is that crazy to to say? And I guess I guess let me let's throw the caveat out there that it's Juan Soto's done this longer, so there's more of a track record. So I definitely have to take that into consideration. But if Corbin Carroll is who we think he is, then we're talking about a guy that can kind of do it all. I think again we don't. We want to reward the right guys. We don't want to think about names. Corbin Sorry, Carroll Olivia was just right here. She I could tell by the camera. I could tell by the look on your face. She didn't want me on camera. I could tell by the look on your face it was Olivia, um, because also if it was someone doing yard work, you would have had such an angry look on your face. Um, no, I, what are you talking about? Love Cor- that guy, Dan. Corbin Carroll has more extra base hits. He has more runs. He has a crazy amount of steals. Got a higher average. Like, he outslugs Juan Soto. 
Five thirty. Well, now you're now you're getting here, right? Like you're you're seeing this. I was I'm kind of there, so I I think we landed in the same place. I I just thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna three four five me with Soto, um. Going by the baseball, it's Corbin Carroll, and it's Juan national- Soto. We have to mention because we always mention ninety eight walks to ninety four Ks. He's that's something different. He's had a great, great year. He's got his stock back up, which is nice. I don't know if it's $440 million back up, which is what he turned down, right? Is that the right number? That was the uh, that was thrown out at one point. Yeah, I think the Nats, Nats extension offer. I think so. Um, and again, people don't forget, we're most likely putting Mookie Betts in the utility role. He's still... He's still doing that enough that we can give him that, right? Yes. I think the question is, do you have Mookie above either of those guys? Do you have a rise over those guys as well? And we got to do some shuffle work. Yeah, I know. It's all all crazy because Mookie now has played just way more games in the outfield, right? Let's see. He uh, this past month, um, ah, uh, a lot of second base, man. A lot of second base with a shortstop. <laughs> yeah, he's he's done a lot here. <laughs> One sec, guys. Okay, yeah, some moving positions late. Um, the... sorry he's to sorry to the Yellies. Sorry to the Lane Thomases. Uh, sorry, Nimmo. Lars Newbar snuck on here. How about that? I had no idea. Um, the outfield stays for now. Let's see how ugly it gets in a second. Yeah, um, and by the end of the year, given what wait, the Dodgers we... added, I'm not sure by the end of the year, Mookie will full be able to do some funk. But I don't know. We'll see how they. Are, we, are we set on our outfield? We we have two Bellinger and Acuna. Have we decided? Oh, I between. thought we were both Carol. Soto and Carol? You were staring at Olivia. I thought we both said Carol. It sounded like Carol over Soto. Okay. Is, is, is pretty decided. Okay. Okay. DH is a little tricky, and I'll, I'll abbreviate it, because to be a DH, you have to play DH, which I think really makes it a two-person position. Um J.D. Martinez and Jorge Soler. It's hard to just sit on the bench and get four at-bats a day. These are the two that have been doing it in the National League. Soler with some right field games as well. Um, These guys have some eerily similar numbers. Uh, J.D. Martinez's power numbers, the slugging is ridiculous. Uh, Where the on-base percentage is a little oddly low for him. Soler has some of that. Trev, this is a flip a coin for me. It seems to me like we're ruling Nolan Gorman out for this. He's played a little bit too much uh, second base and third base, so we can look at him at the util position. I want to remember that. Yeah, bring him uh, against Mookie. But if we're going between J.D. Martinez and Jorge Soler, I know they are pretty similar, but I'm going to lean J.D. here um, just because of the power. And Soler has the power too, and they, and they actually really need it to show up more in Miami as the season goes on. Um, 
The runs driven in, I guess that's not Solaire's fault. The Red Sox are like a top five offense in baseball. Socks, and in that counting huh? stat, you really Which depend on, on your Red other Sox. guys. Socks, Sheesh. Huh? Now I'm talking myself in the circles here. Austin Red Sox. JD, JD, huh? JD has the, the OPS on him by 50 points almost. Excuse me, it's 46 points. Still going. I don't know, man. I think I'm leaning JD, and it's not Ooh. really for any particular reason. I mean, Soler leads in runs, walks. The only thing Some... that I'm looking at that really separates them is the RBI, and I can't really fault Soler for being on a, a worse team. I, I'm with you on, on I think, purely in a vacuum. I would take JD's stats just a little bit over Soler. Very close, very similar guys. Soler has played 102 total games to Martinez's 85. Yeah, I mean, that means something to me. That, that feels significant enough. It's 15 games. It. We, we've had a few positions that have been 15 games different. I, I think the Not only- enough to rule J.D. out. But that's that's part of it. The problem. This is this is an absolute coin flip. Yeah, no, it it really is. And I, you know, going back to previous months, um, it was Solaire last month. It was JD the month before. It was Kutch to start the year. Um, I'm gonna go JD Martinez. Uh, the OPS is significantly better. Uh, that when he has been out there, uh, he has been the better ball player. That, that's. That's the most I can decipher be- between these two. You just went JD? I went JD. I'm going Solaire. So, Biebers, you're up. Ibs? <sighs> How much do I value those 15 more games? Done. 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 I think it's Done. JD. Congrats to Red Sox. JD Martinez. Who got it? Who got it last? Uh... They've been trading since May. It was JD Solaire. JD. Yeah. McCutcheon. The war overall is the same. Yeah, yeah. Before that, but the last three months. Give it to McCutcheon again. Re-enter the conversation. He's an honorable mention. Congrats yeah. to JD Martinez. You till where we currently have Mookie bets. Penned in, um, Tommy Edmond and Nolan Gorman from the top ropes for St. Louis, although they're on a different page than Mookie Betts. Hassan Kim. So basically, Trev, we have three spots between Mookie Betts, Corbin Carroll, Hassan Kim. And Luisa Rise. What? Wait, what? So pay attention because you we tried to talk to you for about three minutes before and you So you're saying if we put way. Mookie back in the outfield, then we can talk about these other guys that you till? Mookie would if Mookie could potentially jump Corbin Carroll in the outfield. Yeah. I think I do have him above him if we're doing a power ranking of pedals. Yes. Which would allow Hassong Kim to go to Util if we wanted and have a rise at, at second. second going for a daisy. Here's so what I'll so say. So basically Corbin Carroll will be the odd man out here. 
essentially in theory there could be a Corbin Carroll arise discussion which now we're, now we're really talking um oh shnikey I think we keep like, you we make the I don't like going back like this I don't think that's fair we made our decisions when we made the decision Mookie still Mookie still is back. very much eligible for util spot very much I say Mookie Betts runs away with the util spot. I'm fine with it. We've been enamored with the Luis Arias chase, but literally, that's it. I'm based. Let's see where Mookie's too. played in in July, because that's that's gonna mean something. I just to told me. you. I, I told it's a chunk of second base. It's, I, I think it's a chunk seven. of outfield and three shortstop appearances. Okay, then I keep him utility. I am too, and I would rather have okay. Corbin Carroll. Than Luis Arias' current season. I think so, too. Snaps to Mookie Betts. Snap to Hassan Kim. I know we, we gave him snaps earlier, but my God. What an absolute killer he has been this year. The last and final position, Trevor. The National League starting pitcher. In previous selections, Zach Gallen, Zach Gallen, Clayton Kershaw, the boss. A force has awakened in San Diego with Blake Snell. Justin Steele has been banging on the door this whole time. That weird Bigfoot MFer Strider is hanging around with historic strikeout rates. Wheeler always finds a way, and Zach Allen is still lurking too. Where do you go? My uh, Initially, I go straight to Blake Snell, how dominant he's been as of late. Um, he's posted every day, 22 games started, you know, the innings are never going to be his thing. He's not going to be a guy that's going into the eighth or ninth on, on a regular basis, or even the seventh on, on a regular basis. That's just not kind of the pitcher he is uh, effectively wild. You could call him. He's going to rack up the strikeout numbers. Um, Spencer Strider has the K's per nine. There's no doubt, but I think, I think the, the ERA as old school of a stat as that is, still matters somewhat. Um, so he's kind of down there with the 373, although that's a nice number. It's not like a Blake Snell's 2-5. Although if we look at FIP, mm. it's much better than Blake Snell's. So those are, it's interesting because F4 really takes into account FIP and B War doesn't. I'm, a, I'm gathering that from this information because right now it's Zach Wheeler leading the way in F4 at 4-5 and Spencer Strider leading the uh, second, or excuse me, third behind Zach Gallen at 3-4. I'm kind of all over the place right here. So if you want to give your pick and let me sort it out, wouldn't mind it. My top two, and call me an ERAist, it's Snell and Steele. Um. No, Gallon has the innings by a chunk, but I just think Blake Snell has been so dominant lately that I would give him the nod over Gallon. Strider, I'm I'm sorry, at a certain point ERA does matter. It's the earn runs allowed. Like um some sometimes you gotta kiss, keep it simple, stupid. That brings Steele into play. Snell has three more starts on him, which is only actually 10 innings. What Justin Steele has done this year is amazing. He's not allowing home runs. 
He doesn't punch tickets, but you know, end of the day, that's not what's significant to me, really. I'm trying to keep bias out of it, but I do lean, and again, pitching is always the closest IMO. I lean Blake Snell. Okay. There's a few things I value when with a starting pitcher. One is the, your ability to keep guys off the bases. Right. Okay. Uh, and that will be a whip stat. And right now, Zach Gallen leads, although it's close for most of these guys. Blake Snell has the highest whip at a 1-2. Most of these guys are around a 1-8 to 1-1. Or, excuse me, 1-0-8 to 1-1. <clears throat> uh, so, I like looking at, like, a walks per nine, and some of these guys really, really have that. I think a nice mixture of Ks per nine plus walks per nine, you got to have that mixture, the right one there. So if I'm looking at that, I kind of still like look at Zach Gallon and what he's done, and even a Zach Wheeler and what he's done. And But you're right, like for some reason, I keep going back to the ERAs. Justin Steele looks really good. I think I'm choosing between Justin Steele and Zach Gallon. How about that? Okay. Some really, really good pitchers. And I see Dalton's pick Blake Snell. So he's on your side. That's who you picked, right? I picked Snell. Like he Snell will let a couple guys on, but boy, is he really good at not letting them score. It hasn't been a problem Ju- this year. If Justin Steele's strikeout numbers were a little higher, I would pick him in a heartbeat. Yeah, the, keeps the ball in the ballpark. Doesn't want guys. I'm going to pick Justin Steele. I think if I had to pick a guy who I wanted on the mound right now, I, I think Snell has like maybe the highest ceiling for a good start. But I think that Justin Steele is going to like be just super consistent. I, I'd venture out to say that he's given quality starts in almost – all of his outings. He might have one or two bad outings, but other than that, I bet it's been really, really good. I'm going to go check right now as you guys decide. He's been awesome. Um, my ballot has already been cast, which leaves us... Let me give a brief oh, recap before we hit the music. Um, your AL, all JM team. Jonah Heim. Yandy Diaz, Marcus Simeon. Did you pick Franco or Seeger? Peeps. Uh, Seeger, Seeger. Corey Seeger. Third base, Jose Ramirez. In the outfield, Luis Robert Jr., Adolis Garcia, and Kyle Tucker. Shohei at DH. Luke Rayleigh, your util player with Garrett Cole on the bump. In the National League, Sean Murphy behind the dish. Freddie Freeman at first. Hassan Kim at second. Um, Lindor at short. Candelario at third. Cody Bellinger in center field, surrounded by Ronald Acuna Jr. and Corbin Carroll. J.D. Martinez as your D.H. Mookie Betts as your util. And your National League starting pitcher, through the month of July is 
think Justin Steele. Justin Steele, congratulations. Wow, he's been awesome. Nice. Good for him. Awesome. Fucking it's... good for him, man. What a Two year. Two starts given up over three earned runs. Two. Where, that's where that's they... what the tiebreaker was for me, Jake Sucks. Where would they be without him? Not here. I'm happy we ended there. I like that. Not here. Holy Another month of what they're doing. Too much of a grind. Too much of a grind. We do it for the people. Is anyone still up for a silver daisy? Like two people, right? There's guys. There's guys. guys.